Hello, everybody out there. This is going to be a continuation from episode 26 about incompetence. I just had to throw it out there just just to fill you in what's happened the last few days with me. Now, if you'll remember, I think I think I believe I started the podcast off talking about the hockey, uh, the hockey playoffs and how Vegas didn't deserve it. And uh, I didn't think Tampa Bay was going to be any kind of serious threat to um, the Caps. But boy, I was wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. That's right. I don't even remember my exact words, but I think uh, when it came to the Knights, it was something along the lines of that I don't think they deserved it yet, and Winnipeg deserves it, but it's got nothing to do with deserve. It's got everything to do with just being a fucking good team. And watching today's game, today it's uh, now Sunday. It's about 7 o'clock my time. And I, holy cow, what a, what a fucking team Vegas is! I thought they, you know, I thought they, uh, not really squeaked by the last series. I just thought everything was going their way, but no, they're a good fucking team. I take it, I completely take it back. I would like to see uh, Winnipeg go to the finals. Personally, just. For all the bullshit they dealt with before they lost their team way back when. But man, Vegas is a good fucking team. Now, granted, they have Marc-Andre Fleury in net. Which is Pittsburgh's old uh, anchor of a goalie. And boy, I bet they're missing that guy. You know. Um, fucking amazing. He's still amazing. He's still a great fucking goalie. It doesn't hurt that he's got some incredible D in front of him either. And I can't believe... Uh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'll be the first one to admit it. I think it's a great series. It was a great series. They did more damage than I thought they would. I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. But... If this shit gets annoying, just email me. I'll be glad to stop it. But holy crap. They they motherfucker hadn't cut his yard in two goddamn weeks and he just decides to fire up the goddamn lawnmower when I'm trying to record something. Fucking people. Maybe the gate will knock it out. I don't know. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm tired of my fucking neighbors. <laughs> anyway, let's not get off subject. So, we got Vegas wiping out fucking Winnipeg. And we have um, the Caps on the edge of extinction this this year, this playoff year, due to the Lightning. The Lightning have been phenomenal. I got to take it back. Um, I got to take back what I said the other night on my podcast. They've been great. Wow. 
I said I don't. I don't think I even said I didn't think they'd do it. I think I didn't. I said I didn't want to see him do it. You can go back and make me look like an ass if you want. That's fine. I get it. But I thought this year was going to be Ovi's year. Man, Ovi looked like shit last game yesterday. No, he didn't look like shit. He kind of looked like the only guy trying to fucking do anything. To, as a matter of fact, he's got no help. That team's got so much fucking talent. No, I'm going to take that back, too. He's got plenty of help. It's just, oh, I think Tampa Bay's just got him figured out. They've just got flat out figured them out. And we are now down to a 3-2 to two series with Tampa Bay over the Caps. And holy shit, it looks like if the capital, if the two teams play like they did yesterday, we're going to see the Lightning versus versus Vegas. And I, I can't I can't say I'm going to be mad at that, to be honest with you. I thought for sure the Jets were going to take the Golden Knights because the Golden Knights are young. But they're not young. They're just a new team. They, they Whoever, the GM for that team, if he doesn't get, like, the most massive raise in all of hockey, I will be – I'll be hurt. I, I'm honestly going to say it. I'll be hurt. Boy, did they, did they threw together an awesome team. Let's face it. I mean, let's run down. <laughs> let's run down the guys on the team. Let's Ryan Reeves. Probably, probably the last, if you want to call him, the last of the enforcers. He's not He's not a playmaker. He's not a skilled guy. He goes out there. He's a big boy. And he makes, he makes shit happen with his size and his hitting and what have you. Just He's a, he's a four-checking guy. He just makes shit happen with his size and his desire and his just go get him bullshit, you know? You got Cody Eakin. God, where's that guy's been, you know, for the last couple? Nobody's heard of him. I mean, most people haven't heard of him. If you're a hockey fan, you've heard of this guy. He's been around a little bit. Um, he played with Wash. He played for Washington. He played with Dallas. I mean, he's not. He's another guy. He's not a big. He's not a big. You're not going to hang your team on this guy to pull everything off. Derek England. Another guy, another throwback guy, who with Pittsburgh, he was what you would call not really an enforcer, but he, the guy didn't take any shit. And I thought I've always thought he was a very underrated defenseman, just because he was known for his fighting, and he only fought what uh, a handful of times a year. It's not like he was the the, the second coming of of. Uh, Bob Probert or anything, you know, it's just, how many fights has this guy had? Um, let's see. Oh, God, not the guy, that's not the fucking website I wanted. Oh, hockeyfights.com. They got all the jazz and all these guys. 
bitch. Yeah, you want to look up a player, how many fights he's had, how many years and all that shit, hockeyfights.com is the way to go. Uh, let's see. God damn it, I don't want to. This fight log. Okay. Like what? I mean, he only had how many fights this year? Five. <laughs> well, if I could find the stat, I'd make my point a little bit easier. Um. God damn it. Anyway, while I'm looking for this guy, um, while I'm looking for his stats, and he was another, not really a throwaway for Pittsburgh. God, that is not what I wanted. There we go. Let's see. Now, when he came into the league, now he wasn't even a, a fighter then. He just didn't take any shit. Three, one, he had 13 fights in 2011, the 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 10, 11 season, eight, six, six, seven, two, two, nine, 2016, 2017. Um, and then, you know, he petered off. It's just, you know, that's just the way the sport's going. There's just less fighting. But, but my point is, these were guys that were, he and Reeves were considered, you know, just kind of throwaway guys just because of what they did, what their job entailed. They fought. But, you know, I've always thought England was a very, very underrated defenseman. I've always thought that. And he's he's been playing great. Uh, who else we got? Carlson. William fucking Carlson. Man, he's been he's been he's been a surprise to me at least. Twenty five years old, playing like a fucking maniac. He's been playing great. Um, I mean, I'm just just running down. Uh, Marsha Salt, uh, Braden McNabb, James Neal. That's a that's as stout as a forward as you can get. I mean, he's not putting up huge numbers. That that's the experience they got in the locker room though. Riley Smith. I mean, they got a bunch of really unknown guys that they've built this team around. And then you got Mark Andre Fleury and Net, who has won what three? How many cups has he won? Three or four? Eighty. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you're Net for Sydney Sidney Crosby and Malkin and those teams that Pittsburgh's had the last decade or so, yeah, you're doing something right. And, you know, they've just been playing great. And I, I take it back. I'm a complete moron with my call. And I just made, I couldn't believe it. I thought for sure the Jets were going to beat them. What's the matter with you, boy? You too stu- stupid. <laughs> yes, I am. So we got that. Jets underperformed as far as I'm concerned. Much m- A much better team than they looked in the playoffs, especially the last two games. Then we got, we go over to other, uh, the other side of the, uh, conference or the, uh, whatever the fuck the league. And you got caps lightning again. It looks like caps are going to be another no show. Can you believe it? Now, unless they pull one out of their ass and they have the fucking talent to do so, unless they pull something special out of their ass, the Lightning's going to beat them. Now, the Lightning's got some fucking wicked-ass forwards, okay? I'm not taking anything away from the Lightning. 
But I think this is the Capitals' last chance of winning a Stanley Cup, and they better get off their ass. When is the next game? Tomorrow. That would be Monday the 21st. You better get off your ass, guys. I think this is the last chance you're going to have at a Stanley Cup shot. Or I have a feeling that team is going to be just picked apart, time to rebuild. They got – this is me talking about out of my ass. Again, and I was completely wrong the other day, so don't listen to me. You dumb fuck! Yes, I am. <laughs> but anyway, that's enough of hockey. Let's get that the fuck out of the way. The whole purpose of this podcast was for a continuation of my incompetence episode that I posted the other night. A perfect example of how – my life works here lately. This is a continuation. After giving you the gift of episode 26 the other day on incompetence, I would like to add a little something to it that I was reminded that reminded me of the last episode. Now, our garbage day in my neighborhood is Thursday. Thursday. Anyway, I recorded that episode and whatever. I recorded that episode number 26 on incompetence on a Wednesday night, uploaded it Thursday night, and I didn't feel like adding on to it. You know, I had a rough day at work. I didn't feel like adding on to it, but I'm going to add this to it. And so Thursday's a garbage day pickup in my neighborhood. And as I was coming home from work and I turned the corner to my street on my way home, the sight I saw forced a holy shit. That's exactly what the fuck I was talking about. What the fuck I uploaded last night. I mean, that really came out of my mouth. That's exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Now there in all its glory is my trash can bin or whatever you want to call it. On its side, with the last few remnants of trash that was at the bottom of it, spilled out all over in the fucking street. Not all over the street, but in the street next to my fucking curb. Now, this doesn't happen very often, but when it does, man, it gets me fucking fired up. I get fired up only because when you move into the city where I live, you're given a pamphlet with the sanitation guidelines. And it's basically a chart that has a bird's eye view of the street, where your house is, where your uh, neutral strip is, and where you're supposed to put your fucking garbage cans versus the curb and the mailbox and whatever other debris you have to get rid of. And there's 11 of them that you should follow for the pickup to go smoothly without a hitch. Okay. This is why I get pissed off. You know, fucking infuriates me. <sighs> Let me calm down. Okay. Now, I don't know how it is where you people live, but where I live for the garbage, for the garbage can to be picked up, you're, you're given that set of guidelines for everything to go smoothly. And it's mostly just common sense shit. Like uh, don't put smoldering wood and paint and broken glass in the uh, 
this bin and you know, just normal shit. Don't put gasoline or use motor oil, blah, blah, blah. Dumb, you know, dumb fucking shit that evidently people have to be fucking reminded of. And it shows you the placement. Your garbage can needs to be here. If you have a second garbage can, it needs to be here. If you have a um, recycling bin, it needs to go here. And it needs to be this far apart from each other. And needs to be this far from the street. And facing this direction. And so on and so forth. Now, I've got no problem with that. Fine. I can do that because I know how to read instructions. And I'm not a fucking moron. And it most, mostly, mostly, mostly makes sense. Uh, another thing it says, please have your cart on the curb by 6.30 a.m. on your pickup day and at least five feet, five feet from any other obstruction. And arrange cart so that the lid opens towards the street, handled toward, handle toward your home. Now. Here's where I have the fucking problem. If I have to do this bullshit, then why can't they put it back where they got it from? Okay? Why can't they do the same? Put that son of a bitch back where you got it, back where you found it without spilling shit in the street. Okay? It's not like they even have a remotely physical job anymore. These people don't have to do squat, pick up a goddamn can with a big-ass mechanical arm, Put it in their fucking truck and put it back where you fucking got it. Now, if I have to put it where it has to be easy for this big fucking metal arm to grab. And all you have to do is dump it in the back of a big goddamn stupid smelly fucking truck. Why can't you put the son of a bitch back where you picked it up? Is that so much? To, I mean, you're asking a lot out of me, uh, uh, apparently. As far as I'm concerned, it has to be this far from this. It has to be facing this way. It has to be this far from the curb. All right, fine. I followed those rules. Why is it when you come along to pick my shit up, you dump it, you spill the last fucking third of the fucking can in the street, and then you just throw the fucking can all willy-nilly wherever the fuck you want. If I have to follow rules for you to pick it up, why can't you put it exactly where you fucking picked it up with your lazy fat fucking ass and your mechanical fucking arm? Why can't you put it back where you fucking picked it up without spilling shit in the street, without me coming home and having to pull that motherfucker up out of the street? Because it's always lying in the goddamn street every, every third time at least. If I got to follow your guidelines and put the motherfucker back where you got it, it's not hard. You don't do shit anymore. Okay. I'm getting I'm getting fucking I'm getting a little wound up here again. You know, I, I can't stand that. If you're giving me guidelines to follow, why don't you follow them too, motherfucker? Because at the end of this fucking list they give you when you live here, it doesn't say you know. All right, you have to put it here. It has to be facing this way, this far from everything else. And if blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, it doesn't say, and by the way, we're just going to put the fucking empty can wherever the fuck we want. Well, it may be empty, but maybe not. But we're just going to drop it. 
Blam! Right in the middle of the fucking street. You fucking hook mouth motherfucker. <coughs> God damn it. By the way, I'm not over my cold yet. Now, their number one job is to pick up your trash in the morning. You take the can to the street. You put it in just the right spot. Nobody or nothing is anywhere near it because, God forbid, it's not in the right spot. Something is even remotely blocking it, and the handle is facing the right direction, or they would just skip your house altogether. And all they have to do is come up with a big, stupid, mechanical fucking arm, pick it up, blam, back of their truck. They spill a quarter of the shit in the, in the street because they don't have a good hold of the can or I don't know. Maybe they just don't give a shit. And on top of that, they just drop the goddamn thing wherever the fuck they want. Nowhere close to where they wanted it to be to when they picked it up. But when they're done with it, fuck it. In the street it goes on its side. And I've come home before where they didn't even empty it a third of the way. Fucker on the side, trash out in the street. So I got to re-fucking put my trash back in my can, stand it up. It's in the street. Roll it back up where I go. And now I got to wait on for another fucking week to come by, to pick it up, to maybe, maybe, maybe look at 75% of it this next time. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people. God damn, your job can't be any fucking simpler. And here's the thing. You call and complain. Tell them they suck at their job. <laughs> and, you know, I come home. I follow the rules. I put the shit where it's supposed to be. Facing the right way. This many five feet away from the next obstruction or four feet, whatever the fuck it is. I'm sure I'm way clear of it. And I tell them. I came home today and there's my garbage can is in the street on the side and half, the not half. Maybe I'll exaggerate a little bit, maybe to get to the point or make it sound more serious than it is. And there's still garbage in it in the fucking street. Maybe a dog turned it over. Now, I doubt it. I have a hard time believing that a dog, a dog knocked over every other garbage can on the street and drug it five feet, five feet from where it was when it was supposed to be picked up. Plus, the rednecks in my neighborhood have taken care of all the fucking stray dogs in my neighborhood, okay? Rednecks do not put up with stray dogs in a fucking neighborhood. My neighborhood is clean. The wind could have knocked it over. Are you fucking with me? Are you are you fucking with me right now? No, the wind didn't knock it over. We haven't had anything over a two mile per hour wind in the last three fucking weeks. Was there a mini tornado in my neighborhood? In my neighborhood only. Get the fuck out of here with that excuse. And I, had, I all I'm asking is for you slobs to pick up the trash where your big fucking stupid mechanical arm grabbed it and put it back where you got it. It ain't hard. You gave me a list of rules that I have to follow. You have to follow when you put it back. Why can't people just admit they suck at their jobs? 
When I call and complain, don't give me, well, maybe this happened. or they, this, Well, maybe you're the guy driving your goddamn truck is a fucking moron. Have you thought of that? Or maybe the guy driving your truck is a fucking jackass. He doesn't give a fuck. You know, it used to be the garbage man, excuse me, excuse me, sanitation workers would have to get out of the truck, physically pull it up to the truck, hook the can up to the truck and dump it. Before that gizmo, they used to actually lift the trash can and dump it into the truck, remove it from the truck, and then put it back where they got it. Now, now they have this big ass stupid arm, and your can has to be this far from here and this far from that and facing this way and this far from the street. Then, if you're lucky, make a wild guess where they put the the goddamn can. And when they're done supposedly dumping it, they just fucking drop it in the goddamn street. It, it fucking grates on my nerves. You're giving me a list of guidelines I have to follow. I expect you and I pay you to tell me where to fucking put it on top of that. I'm paying you to tell me where I have to put it. So your stupid, lazy fucking ass comes and gets it. Gets on my goddamn nerves. The job has progressed so much being a sanitation worker or a garbage man or whatever you want to call it with technology that it was it was supposed to make the whole process easier and more efficient. But what it has done in reality has made the bastards lazier. You know, I even remember when I was a little kid, I remember the garbage truck was like a fire truck with two guys hanging on the back, two guys in the fucking trunk, trunk, truck. You, anybody over a certain age will remember this. These motherfuckers would pull up do so many houses away and the garbage they they would work as a team and they were on point the truck would pull up to a spot in the street four guys would jump out each grab a grab a driveway walk up to the driveway to the garbage cans haul them back to the trunk dump the trash and go back up the driveway and put the can back where they got it and put the lid back on it you remember those big old nasty metal garbage cans and uh, they may dent the fuck out of it but these motherfuckers were on point they do it they go up your driveway they pick the shit up blam dump it in the truck we're done we put it back where we got it lid on it down the road they go didn't spill shit didn't just throw the can wherever the fuck they wanted they did their job efficiently and quickly and moved on down the street now look at them the shit's the shitheads don't even have to get out get i'm getting wound up the motherfuckers don't even have to get out of the goddamn truck anymore it's a big ass fucking video game from the driver's seat it couldn't be easier but what happens these days they half-ass it your job couldn't be fucking easier now and you half-ass it it was more efficient when you had actual, physical, manual fucking labor doing it. These guys took pride in their job. Now, all you have to do is just move a fucking joystick and boom, and you don't give a fuck. I ain't got to pick it up, man. Fuck it. 
fuck you. But that's with everything now. Look at us now. Because of technology, life is the simplest it's ever been for people more than ever. It's never been simpler before. Ever in the history of man. Yet we feel we, we still find ways to whine about it, complain about it, and do a worse job ever the ever than we have. Does that make any sense? It cannot be any simpler these days for a human being. And you know, I'm talking first world problems here, of course. But with today's technology and with how everything is simplified, everything is so fucking easy now. Yeah, we still find ways to fuck it up. We whine about this, complain about that, do a worse job than ever before. Our attention span is of a doorknob now. and Nobody, nobody gives a shit about anything anymore but themselves. It's like, fuck everybody. Let me Snapchat. What's going on on Facebook? Look at my fucking asparagus rolls. Fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. Do your goddamn job. Then worry about what fucking pizza you're shoving in your fat fucking face, you motherfucker. God damn it, I got wound up again. You know what? Just uh, every now and then I ask the good Lord, just send that fucking four mile wide meteor right into the middle of the goddamn United States. Just destroy us all. Fuck it. It's like the more technology we get, the dumber we get, the lazier we get, the fucking more stupid we get. Don't give a shit about anything but ourselves. Here, look at me. Look at my glasses. Here, over here. Look at it. I'm at Peace Hut. Bear. Look at my truck. Fucking assholes. Everybody's a fucking asshole. Except for my listeners, of course. Mm hmm. This is what happens when you stop drinking alcohol and uh, you fuel your anger with caffeine instead of alcohol. Mm. Mm. But you know what I'm getting at, right? You gave me the guidelines from the get-go. I followed those guidelines, but oh, it's just a fucking free-for-all for you. <laughs> I just put this goddamn trash can wherever the fuck I want. You son of a bitch. You know, if I wasn't at work, one of these days, I'm thinking about, I'm going to call in sick on trash day. And I'm going to hide behind my bushes. No, better yet, I'm going to hide in one of the fucking garbage cans. And when you just go to fucking sloppily fucking throw it wherever, or whoever, wherever the fuck you want, I'm going to get out. I'm going to punch you right in the fucking crotch. What are you doing? Do it right. Yeah, go explain that to your boss. What happened? Why you wait? You're not done with your shift, man. Some dude jumps out of the trash can and smacked me right in the balls. Why do you do that? I don't know. You do know. You do know. You fuck. <clears throat> God damn. Is it that is it that hard? Anyway. 
This is going to be episode 26.2. I don't know what the fuck you call it. God damn. How'd the microphone sound on my titty there? That's right. It's me turning on the light and the microphone rub my titty a little bit. So, I'm not going to let you uh, get out of here that easy. You tuned in and heard me go off on some shit and go about my night talking about hockey and how wrong I was with that. I was wrong. I admit it when I'm wrong. I'm a dumb fuck. Boy, I totally miss that. And you get to hear me bitch a little bit here and there. And I won't bore you with my stupid tweets that I come up with. But I will go back in time a little bit. Back to an easier time. Where I used to read from you from this book. Are you shitting me? 1,004 facts that will scare the crap out of you. Excuse me. So we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. So a Sacramento, California grandmother was arrested for a felony child endangerment in October of 2013 after trying to give her four-year-old granddaughter away to a stranger. The woman had taken the child to a grassy area near a busy intersection and drunk, <laughs> drunk vodka until she passed out prompting the stranger to stop and offer assistance. It makes no sense, but whatever. That's fucked up, and that really happened. Ooh, an Oklahoma woman was arrested in March 2013 for trying to sell her children on Facebook. The mother offered her two kids, ages 2 and 10 months, to another woman for cash, which she said she needed to bail her boyfriend out of jail. This is the world we live in, people. We're dealing with stupidity constantly. In 2012, a Wisconsin father of nine was given an unusual edict by the judge. Stop having kids. The order was a condition of the man's parole after he was arrested for, fa for falling $90,000 behind on child support and related payments to six women who bore his children. Are you fucking kidding me? The judge told him to stop having kids. Uh, he needed a judge to tell him to stop having kids after he fell behind $90,000 in child support. Six women. Six different women. Nine kids. We're fucking animals. Humans are fucking animals. We're, we're no better than a fucking mangy dog. We're no better than fucking rats in a sewer. What kind of piece of shit are you when you have nine kids, nine with six different women, and then you fall behind 90,000 in child support? What in the fuck? The best thing for that guy is to go to jail. That's the world we live in. That's the dumb shit we fucking live with. You dumb fuck! Oh, that's worse than that. So you get nothing. You lose. You're a fucking idiot. Day, sir. You're a cocksucker. You're, You're a, a cocksucker. Out of here! Shit! Stop being a damn fool. 
It's just it's just pathetic, isn't it? Human race is doomed. We're pieces of shit. Not all of us, but you know, as a whole. You know, I thought those were going to be a little more uplifting. I didn't mean, I just picked those at random. $90,000. Stop fucking, man. You can't take care of one kid, apparently. Now you got nine with six different women. At any point, those six women didn't know something else was going on. That guy should write a book on how to get away with fucking everybody and just splooging up about everybody. Fucking low-life piece of shit, cocksucker. Uh, I would say I hope you die, but then that's going to fuck up all those kids. They're probably going to end up the same way, too. Fucking pieces of shit. Hmm. Anyway, on a lighter note, an average of 4,400 kids a year are hurt on rides at carnivals and amusement parks, according to a 20-year study of injury data from nearly 100 nationally represented hospitals. Okay. Damn. Almost 70 kids a year sustain amusement park injuries serious enough to require hospitalization. Half of amusement park accidents involve children aged 13 and younger. Between May and September each year, peak season for amusement parks, approximately 20 children are hurt on park rides each day or one every two hours. Holy fuck. Hmm, records show that 52 ride-related deaths occurred between 1990 and 2004. Okay, so this is not uplifting at all. Uh, Let's see. Let's see if I can find something a little bit more fun. Well, this isn't actually fun, but it's funny because how stupid people are. Found this on BBC.com. Cheetahs chase family at Safari Park. A family who got out of the car in the middle of a safari park in the Netherlands, surrounded by cheetahs, had a lucky escape, its manager says. Niels de Wilt from uh, Beeksbergen Park said cheetahs prey on small game, and so the family's little boy was particularly at risk. He also says the park makes it clear the visitors should not get out of their vehicles. Here's a video I'm going to post. Now what I'm seeing is um goddamn morons. Let's see one, two Looks like the mother the father of course is running back to the car. The mom carrying the chi- the kid. <laughs> Jesus, they're just sneaking up on this motherfucker. Over there. In the auto, man. So come on. Oh, and of course, there. the dude gets in the car. Ooh, man, one cheetah wants to fucking wrap that bitch. That footage was uh, filmed by a car behind them. I'm going to post this on the website. Any 
stepped out of the vehicles uh, uh, in the cheetah area. So there were uh, uh, multiple cheetahs uh, there. But the family uh, thought it was a good idea to took uh, photographs and, and uh, make films. Fucking morons. The whole uh, route, it's uh, forbidden to get out of your car, uh, especially with the cheetahs, who are predators. Uh, they usually hunt for a smaller uh, game. Like children. But, um, for a little child, it could be dangerous as well. Yeah. So uh, stay in the car. Fucking moron. Yeah, there's a shot of... Um God damn. Yeah, there's a good shot of dad with a video camera and mom getting the little boy out of the car. They were very, very lucky. As they get out of the car for the second time, also the animals and the cheetahs uh, in this case are uh, sensing something's wrong and they, uh, yeah, having having a look. So, um, yeah, they were very lucky. Two big ass cheetahs following them to the car. One of them looks like it's about to just In the go Ultimate berserk. Fucking morons. Yeah, they, they were about to get ganked. So yeah, that let them uh, sink in. Don't go to a cheetah safari and get the fuck out of the car, you morons. Anyway, that's enough of me wasting your time. These playoffs are going to be awesome. Um, I hope you tune in. I would like to talk more about it, but anyway, whatever. I've wasted enough of your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity, and thank you for dealing with my stupidity. Go ahead and share this bitch, and don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Shoot me an email if you have any questions, suggestions, comments, complaints, or insults at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Rate and review. Share it. Rate and review, share it. Again, thank you for listening and have a great day. I will see you later this week. Goodbye.